What up, everybody? It's time for your podcore. The podcore slobcast is brought to you by this little song and of song, baby. Ah, oh, damn, I wasn't recording that on video. That's all right. Um, hey, everybody, what's up? So, okay, I got. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up. This, this episode, it's a little bit different, so I'm a little flustered right now, and I'm just wanting to give you a little, a little intro, a little, um, yeah, forward to what I'm going to be doing. So the reason I was kind of flustered there is because I'm also recording this on my computer, and there's a video feed. Um, and so basically, here's what's going down. Uh, lately... I've talked about this before, but COVID's been especially on my mind. I think um, partially because my best of far, my grandpa, um, is going through chemo right now. And his immune system is basically like reset to square one, even though he has all the vaccines and the boosters. Um, and so that sucks because he's uh, 80 something, 85, I think. One of those mid 80s man. Um, going through chemotherapy and just existing in the world as it is, is a lot more, um, intense and dangerous for him with the level of, uh, respiratory disease this winter and especially the pandemic still raging. And, um, I've been thinking about a lot lately also because worried about that thing. And then just my constant worry of like, trying to get COVID as little as possible and trying to navigate like, okay, what's the, what's the proper precautions here for what I want to do? Um, what's like legitimate, what is just my anxiety talking, like what's safe to do, what's a good level of contact to have. And also like maintaining friendships and maintaining doing things because being with people is very uh, important to me. And it's something I value, but I also want to protect the vulnerable people around me. And I want to not get COVID as many times as possible. So, um, yeah, a bit of a tricky wicket there. And it's been especially on my mind lately. And I have kind of found it's uh, nice doing this like art and the podcast, and the photography and the slob core The process of a lot of these kind of helped me kind of get through the tricky wickets. I'm going through in my life and I kind of understand a little more now why art is such like an emotional, an emotional thing. And that's maybe part of the reason, like I still feel weird calling myself an artist and I still feel kind of weird, like doing artsy things and thinking artsy thoughts and enjoying these fun hobbies. Um, but there is a little bit of not imposter syndrome, but just like, trepidation there which is why i haven't done many like artistic or creative pursuits in my life because i think that trepidation has held on and it's also just been i think a little bit of uh not being able to connect with emotions as well and that's something that uh, i think a lot of men especially can relate to and so trying to connect with them sometimes is uh gets you thinking and it gets you a little overwhelmed and it's it's a lot like there's a reason it's kind of easier sometimes just to numb out feelings and it's something that we all do and it's okay. Like coping mechanisms are coping mechanisms and 
they do help. Like it's better to be coping than to just not be going through things. But there also are much healthier coping mechanisms, it seems. And uh, just, yeah, trying to connect with yourself is a good journey that I think a lot of people like are on actively. And a lot of people maybe should start thinking about that. But anyway, that's all to say. I've been thinking about COVID and I've also been feeling a lot more alienated COVID wise lately. Um, because I'm, I'm not here about to say I have like that I'm have like perfect COVID safety or that I'm like doing things right and everyone else is messing up. Um, because I am probably more cautious than most. Um, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of confounding factors going on and there's a lot of information out there, misinformation and just normal information and um yeah i mean at this point i'm more like i think the cdc is basically trying to just normalize high levels of covid and kind of letting um vulnerable people down and that's been happening to an extent the entire pandemic but just lately it's even more um basically like the democrats are agreeing with the mainstream democrats democrats in power um are kind of just agreeing with the the more conservative like the more conservative like viewpoint about it like we can't shut the economy down like we just need to be okay with whatever levels of disease like any mitigations to um limit infection is essentially taking away some sort of freedom and so we can't do anything we just got to let it rip and that's like the mainstream um opinion consensus right now i think and it's also what most of i would say unfortunately most of the general population also agrees with and there's a lot of reasons why i think i'm um more in the minority especially lately and yeah i think a lot of it has to do with just how long it's been and everyone's struggling with different things like it's been so pushed to everyone is on their own it's just all up to individual stuff um, which uh, is a lot better for keeping the economy at whatever level it's going and just uh, not trying to reduce deaths and reduce hospitalizations and reduce people getting long COVID and not um, continuing funding for certain things like uh, Evu Shield, I think it is. It's basically a drug that immunocompromised people have been taking, um, which gives them like immunity boosting above the vaccine. Um, which has like been really helpful, but since COVID's been evolving so often and so much, um, it's basically not as effective anymore. Where they're not even like going to be giving it out, and that's same with like if you remember the whole thing about monoclonal antibodies, um, which is like a very effective treatment. Um, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure the new variants are like they're not effective anymore. But because we're not considering this as like an important stage of the pandemic as before, there's no longer that research. There's no longer that money getting pumped in to um, new drugs. I forget exactly what they're called, um, but things like Shield, things like Recidivir. I think that's the monoclonal antibodies. I'm not fully sure. Um but yeah, so we're in this stage. And then like, I think in May, Biden is declaring the whole pandemic done, 
which the main thing that does is takes away money and support for the remaining facilities that are still like trying to help. Um, and so for me, it's very bleak from my perspective of like COVID is still an active thing that needs preventative measures done. And it doesn't mean that, first of all, we're not going into like super deep lockdown. Um, we never really did. Like there was a time where a lot of people weren't working and especially like my friends in the service industry, they all got basically stopped working and then, okay, I'm not going to recap the whole pandemic right now. Um, but this is just to me, for me to say, okay, let me, let me uh, get it together here, Bryn. Basically, I feel more and more alienated. Like I went to a Blazer game um, a month ago and it, it was kind of crazy. Like I've, I still wear an N95 indoors and work like everyone in my lab does. Um, and except we don't wear them at our desk, but when we're like up and about, um, we still wear them and I still wear my mask when I go to the grocery store or in any like public congregate setting where people like vulnerable people are going to be there. Um, and yeah, definitely big crowds, but the blazer game. So maybe I went to another blazer game last season. I don't remember what month that was, but last season. And I think I, I did wear a mask pretty much the whole time. I think it was like, Okay, I think it was actually before I ever had COVID. So it was like October 2021. Um, but that was still like there wasn't a mask mandate. I don't think everyone was wearing their mask in there. But just here in Portland, like a lot more people were masking back then. Um, and so this Blazer game, I was like one of I felt like 10 whole people were masking in Moda Center. That's excluding workers. I have found that a lot of like fast food workers and people and like tight spaces indoors and service jobs, like not everyone, but a lot of people still mask in those. Um, but I was, it was really kind of jarring, like being one of the very few people masking in there and it makes sense. And it's like, I'm not trying to come across as judgmental for people who aren't masking because there's people out there who think I'm like being overcautious and think that, um, it's just my anxiety is the reason I'm still masking, probably. And then there's a lot of people who don't mask as much, but they respect the fact that I do, and I'm just doing whatever's more comfortable for me. Um, but the reason for that, from my purview, is that the information that's really getting out there anymore is a lot of it, especially from places like the CDC and just our governor, our government and any like official bodies is they they've kind of been downplaying certain parts of the pandemic because we have reached a point where there's like so much immunity just in the populace because everyone like most people have got COVID at this point. And so there is natural immunity and there also is a lot of vaccination out there. Like a lot of people haven't gotten their bivalence, um, but we are at a point where like death counts aren't spiking the way they did with previous waves. But here's the thing. We've had so many fucking waves because COVID keeps evolving and it's just going to keep evolving. It's evolving much faster than we're doing anything about it. So this is like, I don't see right now with anything we're doing, like we haven't seen a variant that is like the off ramp or whatever, which that might happen. We don't know what the future holds, but currently COVID is still like a critical issue. And 
especially like a couple weeks ago, there was like over a thousand people dying again. And just when like very few people took the bivalent vaccine, which is the most effective for most variants here. But even now, like I took, I got mine maybe in October. Um, now there's XBB 15, which is the new variant. That's like about to be the majority in the U S and the bivalent vaccine, like doesn't have, it has reduced immunity against this one already. So the, a vaccine only approach, which is basically what like the CDC and Biden is going for. That's an approach that um, just doesn't work with the current level of like COVID in the population and the speed of evo variant evolution. And there's going to be a lot of variant evolution that's been happening since China dropped zero COVID. Like, and this isn't to say like there's no country handling COVID perfectly. Like it is. But there's still many that are handling it better than the U.S., um, especially with just the state of our healthcare system and all that jazz. Um, okay, so this is to say, this is my perspective. Like, I'm not, I do have a science background. I have a bachelor's degree in biology and chemistry. And that's why I've been, like, very paying close attention to COVID from the get-go. Like, I was pretty scared about it like January 2020 <laughs> so here's my brag and I knew it was gonna be a long time and I definitely um unfortunately feel like I was right with that when some people were thinking like oh back summer 2020 things will be okay um and it sucked and it's changed a lot but I also I do have hope and I do like see people out here like still being cautious like the way my family has dealt with um, trying to keep safety precautions with best of far has been really nice. And it's something that like we talk about and we plan for, and especially my mom has been really good at like communicating that. Um, cause we have people in our family like that are still, uh, that aren't like as cautious with COVID as me. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I am rambly dambling. And I don't even know if I'm going to release this. Maybe this is just good stuff for me to say. But here's the deal. I'm not trying to come at this from a judgmental move because there's a lot of information and a lot of misinformation. And even if you're trusting like trusted sources um, like Biden or the CDC and just like people talking about science and people not really talking about long COVID or not talking about reinfection and um, effects that might have in the body and just like kind of giving up ground um wow what, what was i saying i am so rambly okay i just need to say what's happening because we're 14 minutes in and i haven't even started this video yet basically you hope maybe understand my viewpoint and it is based in okay here's the thing my logic is first of all i'm not trying to get covid Second of all, I got COVID. It hit me pretty hard. And then this summer, the two times I got sick that weren't COVID, they were really bad. Like I had a 103.3 degree fever the second time. And they're like two months apart. Um, and so that got me worried about my immune system and if COVID had been harming that. Because, uh, oh, and then because of that, I ran out of sick days and I ran out of PTO in September. And so September to December, I didn't have any PTO, which I'm already lucky that I have any PTO and any sick time. Like there's so many people that can't take that or aren't provided with it. Um, but 
September to December, like I've been so worried that if I get sick, like I might just not get paid. Like if I get COVID and I have to stay out for five days at least, like I'm not getting a week of money and that's not something that I'm going to be able to, that's not great. That is not great. And so I had been sitting in that anxiety. Like I'm very happy that the year um, reset and that now I have PTO again. Like it does make me less personally worried about if I get COVID, like I know I'll probably be all right. Like I do have the bivalent booster. Like I'm not going to die of COVID. I'm pretty sure. But personally I'm worried about long COVID because it's pretty dang prevalent and it can really knock you on your ass and it's just really not talked about. And I'm also worried about, well, if there's not going to be any mitigations ever getting COVID like over and over and over again, like if we get COVID two, three times a year and that's normal, like what are the implications of that? Because a lot of diseases, like you don't find out the long-term implications for a long time. Like that's how it kind of works. But polio, I think it was like 30 years after the big polio wave, like that's when they realized how much kids who had gotten polio and had a mild case, um, it like had big implications for their health when they were adults. And so there's still that stuff with COVID that we don't know, which just makes me so furious of how, um, especially people are like, oh, COVID is nothing. Like you're a hundred percent fine. Just like anti-vaxxer stuff. So that's all the same. That's my perspective. There's a lot of people with different perspectives. I'm not trying to come at this at a judgmental way, except probably judgmental to like hardcore anti-vax, like propagandists. And that's what we're going to do today. Right now, all the like anti-vax people, and it's a lot, and it's been growing like as it's been normalized. Then there's people who are going, well, the first two years, like we overdid it which is what happens when you seed that ground, um, which I think it was bad politically for Biden to do, especially just like living in this place where there's still lots of deaths going on. But that's all to say. Um, the recent thing that all the anti-vax have been people have been talking about is this movie died suddenly. And basically anytime a famous person dies, these people online are just saying, hey, it was the vaccine. They had a heart attack and they died because there's a vaccine. And so another podcast, QAnon Anonymous, um, was kind of talking about this and it just got me thinking and it got me energized and inspired where I listened to a bit of the podcast, but I decided, what if I just tried recording, um, I guess like a reply video to this. I'm like a freaking YouTuber right now. And I'm also going to release the audio on the podcast feed. And so I want you to know that this is already like a shitty ass movie with very bad, like journalistic practices. Even other anti-vaxxers are disavowing it and saying like, like there's, I don't remember the details of the things that lie about, but rest assured, this stuff is bullshit. Like the reason that death rates have gone up in the last couple of years is because of COVID. And if there's something where people are actually like, like the uh, risk of heart attack and strokes and stuff for even younger groups have all gone up. COVID's like the fourth leading death rate in children. Um, it's all these people who are just talking about the vaccine. That's all they're going to say. Um, but the the total like health of the world has got, has dropped down because COVID is so prevalent. 
And there are like long-term damages that can come from COVID and adverse health outcomes that can come maybe like in the weeks or months or years after COVID. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just the annoying way that a lot of these people, like they kind of talk about real things a little bit, but they draw the complete wrong conclusions and they're ignoring the actual cause. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to watch this. I'm sitting here shirtless just to show my disdain and contempt for this and to make sure that I'm just like, well, and I get a lot of like, oh, he's so gross and hairy from all these like conservative guys on TikTok and stuff. And so maybe it's just a little bit if like anti-vaxxers are watching this, it's a little bit. Well, you got to look at a shirtless dude. I honestly would just have like my full my full uh, meat and two veg hanging out. But I do think there are like friends and stuff that I want watching this. I'm not out here naked, but I am metaphorically naked in the fact that that's the level of respect I have to this movie and the um, ideas that it pushes and the harms that those ideas cause. So being a little feisty here and I'm just I'm going to give you the audio Um I did have to torrent it. Like this isn't super easy to find, which is good. Like because it's like misinformation trash. Um, but that's like another thing that conservatives, just because it's not on YouTube or whatever, they think, oh, we're being censored by the deep state. Okay, here's we'll just we'll just rock with this. All right, I've been talking for twenty minutes already. This is gonna be a long one. This film is not suitable for children. Oh, man, we're getting into some intense stuff. Oh, wait, why is it paused? Does this torrent not work? Hold up. Hold up. Is it because I'm also recording it? Okay, here we go. We're back on. Unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. Along with that, there's also... But yeah, this all-cause death stuff is literally from the effects of COVID. It's not from the vaccine. Well, and it's like, so there's so much data these, these about... anomalies in the blood. It's just there's something different about oh, the blood. Oh, God. All of these people that are dying, doesn't matter what they died of, they were having this unique... Uh, there's this unique change in the blood. A unique change in the blood. Okay, I think this guy's a coroner and is not a scientist and is not a doctor or anything. And I think what he's describing is blood clotting in dead bodies because that's what it does. Now I'm seeing these in people that supposedly never had COVID and then you find out they were vaccinated. And so it's like, okay, so... And he has no way to check if the bodies that he has are vaccinated or not he's not their doctor he doesn't have vaccine records this is all just like on hearsay okay this is a pretty sick <laughs> pretty sick title card though it's basically got a little fruit by the foot on the sides we're in fifth generation warfare folks they're trying to kill all of us And then, oh no, a kid getting tested. Oh no, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> okay, there's um, <laughs> Epstein, of course. 
Here's the thing. So QAnon Anonymous, the podcast that like inspired me for this, they talk about QAnon. And one thing they talk about is like all the conspiracy theories in America, kind of like the way QAnon works, it like sucked them in. It's like this, the main religion of conspiracy. And so they're just showing like all these different conspiracy things right now, which some of them have more like credence than others. And like, but somehow JFK assassination and Bill Gates are, God, I hate this shit. Bigfoot, we got Bigfoot. And children dying. So that's, you gotta care about children dying. Oh, Tom Hanks. So yeah, this is like some QAnon bullshit. But here's the thing. A lot of these ideas have deeply penetrated just normal, normal people. And there's like, Different things that people watch where they get this information. Too many people in it in order to subsist on its own. And that stuck with me for a long time. Okay, and Tom Hanks is like this fucking overpopulation guy, which that's bullshit too. Like, that shit sucks. That's eugenics shit, but a lot of people have that idea. Um, and it does have to do with, like, we have all this growth or whatever. When people are thinking, oh, the the world is overpopulated, that's the reason. But it's no, it's that we're unsustainably attacking the world. Reverend Thomas Robert Malthus. We got a scary fucked up philosopher guy. Late 1700s. And was the first to popularize the idea that there's simply too many people using up too much. So here's the thing, like, How many cars, this is what so much conservative stuff does. It talks about actual problems, well, it but it just, it's a sliding scale. it has now, such a weak reading of it, and it doesn't include, like, in the following graph. Yeah, it has no um, what's going to happen to the planet no critique of capitalism within it, which that tends to be the culprits of all the things they're talking about. But they're ideologically like stuck on never hating or critiquing capitalism, and so it has to be some like some like high exalted group. It has to be we're being controlled by all of the like the new world order or whatever. And then that's obviously what leads to anti-Semitism. That's why so much far-right conspiracy ends up leading to anti-Semitism, which that shit has just, like, origins in blood libel myths. And so this is, like, this is within that same genealogy of those types of conspiracy theories, honestly, of blood libel. Because that's the thing. You always got to say they're trying to kill children. That's, like, the thing that's going to have the most impact, and that's going to give people well-meaning people get sucked into this shit um and a lot of it is just because there's all this lies and propaganda so yeah bill nye is also this overpopulation guy but here's the thing there's like a left-wing critique of all these overpopulation people because here's the thing americans use up like it's that whole thing like how many earths we would need if everyone on earth like consumed like americans do and it's like 13 or 14 but it's just because we live in such an overconsumptive society that isn't prioritizing sustainable practices or all this shit. So 
Take that in mind with all of these like dumbass overpopulation people. It's because these overpopulation people are capitalists and they have an incentive to not change the consumption. Like it has to be growth. It has to be constant growth. It's frustrating. But because there's like, yeah, all these like celebrities and what mainstream Democrats and stuff that are talking about overpopulation. That means that these means people can be, oh, die. they're trying to kill the people. They're trying to reduce the population. And it leads to this. Uh, that's pretty much common sense okay, this is the brain. funeral director guy. But yet I saw him, and I his saw brain's him common sense. That's uh, that's what we're going uh, off here. And here we are. I don't know. I, I'm so just, I'm going to be a little spicy during I'm this. I hope no one... Well, actually, whatever. If anyone's upset with me, it's all good. I'm not trying to like individually... Not just in the attack funeral, anyone, like even know, people who agree with this stuff, because what I'm saying uh, is that you've been I, I lied to and you've vaccine, been manipulated uh, into this industry. shit. And it's very I mean, like, I, I just very makes sense. I hate getting shots too, guys, but yeah, this guy's going off anecdotes. Uh, I met with the family and it's like and okay a bunch of people have been vaccinated uh, and guess what people die what and every time they're just gonna Somebody say it's the vaccine even though if like if the vaccine is killing you and you die suddenly after you get it there'd be a lot more deaths like right after people got it but yeah he just <laughs> oh my god he just google searched it died suddenly and he's pointing to like and all these behold, oh yeah there's google results people, people die suddenly because that's how people, people write it in newspaper when people die suddenly and they always have they're acting like this is a brand new thing that came up in covid older people but a lot and here's the thing if there is a link world, with the pandemic and an uptick in dying suddenly of heart attacks and clots and uh strokes it's literally from covid it's not from the vaccine and that's just Without like, explanation. Oh, and it's, it's like so it's frustrating. No big deal. And like, like yeah, just don't know. the uh, CDC or whatever, they're no, not talking about not this happened. either. Never and that kind of seeds like the ground to this right wing bullshit. And so this is such a shoddy documentary. And even though like, because it went viral, it's like stuck in the collective consciousness of anti-vaxxers. And even if people like disavow this and like other anti-vaxxers disavow this, the ideas are sticking around and people are convinced. And so I'm not even trying to like, I'm not, this isn't for anti-vax people to try and convince them. I don't honestly believe that. I don't know how possible that is. This is for people to see my perspective and maybe people who care about COVID and then feel like things have been super safe. I hope this just makes you and think a little bit a more so of what might be actually November, going down and just there's an incentive. The incentive of the um, CDC is to act on behalf of behalf of capital and behalf uh, of the status quo and behalf of not having people panic. And there's just no one is going to give up the actual money or effort it takes. So, okay, dude has a... Really just an excel sheet of bodies for the court, I mean, numbered by but the he's not a doctor he knows nothing about their medical history he's just a funeral yeah, home guy almost 14 and bodies clot up after they're dead is what um, i've heard i'm not a doctor i'm not like a public health professional i am someone who's been pissed off for three years about 
the indifference to the pandemic and now just ways we've tried to minimize it while it's still happening. To him as white so this is my fury coming out. I hope I'm not being a dickhead. How come all of a sudden these things are happening in so many people? But they aren't. There, he's when I first he's going off of like strange, his feeling. Uh, plots. Uh, in the beginning, I thought. It looks like when you sneeze with a bloody weird, nose. Kind of I, I don't understand. Oh, here's something from QAnon Anonymous they saw. More more Some of there's gonna be footage of like a heart clotting. But it's it's footage from 2019. It's before anyone had the vaccine. It's before anyone. I'm a licensed funeral director, funeral director, and certified Yeah, he just Google searched blood clot. These weren't all vaccine ones, but he wants to show you that gruesome image so you connect it with vaccines. With well over a oh, of course they got a guy in the dark. That means it's got to be true, and he's scared for his life. Well, in some of the bodies I had been embalming, and that had started recently. It's another embalmer. First, first time I saw it firsthand, pulled out of a deceased, my end was about three months ago. Been and here's the thing too, like a lot of anti-vax anti-vax people, they're all about like um, the means, and the way they whatever that's phrased about the means and the ends. Like there's thing they will fake things and they will push this perspective and they will lie because they think it's a noble lie and it's going to get people to stop taking this thing that's poisoning them. So from their logic, like they think the vaccine is killing people, it makes. It makes it logical like, sense um, from kind of their perspective, which is very warped and very manipulated. But we got to take that into account. Because here's the thing, you know, like the individuals, these are big systemic issues and there's like propaganda and stuff. Yeah. So this video right now normal. is from or maybe I not this one. There's a blood clot out of a heart 40, that was from 2019. So just keep that in mind. Hey, this is the. Know, have you guys ever seen this? This is how legit before? these people and are. The answer was always, I, I haven't seen clots like these. Uh, these long, white, fibrous. Anecdotal funeral home not director. Clots, but they're, they're clotting the blood. There's so clots. You have to call it a clot. That's honestly like micro clotting is something that long COVID people have been talking about forever. And, and so I think a lot of this stuff, if any of this ends I've up having any credence, Anything like it's from fucking residual damage from no, COVID because they're saying I haven't seen it since the vaccination, but the vaccinations happen at the same time as COVID. There's no way that they're separating these. Like these funeral home directors do not have information on whether people are vaccinated or not. This is just completely based on. And these are people who are probably anti-vax anyway. And have this conspiratorial um, mindset. God, this is really uh, frustrating. I wonder if this is interesting to listen to at all. And, you know, we know Am I being bad by like sharing don't know exactly just straight up the footage the and the um, audio? Is just hand Maybe. Connecting dots here. Maybe um, I'll just, I don't know what I'll do. I'll see what I do with the audio. I'm glad I did this these, though. I have lots of um, thoughts on it. I was in Ohio last Another embalmer. Last, this is like embalmers lonely embalmers Skype each other. The movie and and and, I, I and, these photos <laughs> and just one. Oh my god! And nearly. This is yeah. This is really gruesome. They're just trying to gross you out and freak you out. And I'm a motherfucker who is so scared about getting a blood clot. It's what killed my best mama, dudes. That kind of size. And I have health anxiety. I'm so worried about getting a blood clot. But I'm not worried at all from getting it from the COVID vaccines. 
all the 18 month period this is different this is and they need to figure out what it is they that's need the problem to. is they need to figure out who the fuck is they we're we're, we're, tell, we're talking to you is that we're concerned for humanity. my contacts falling out once oh, i man. knew what was happening i'm a man of principle do you know your family's just as important as mine what why if i and if i don't speak out and yeah, all, of course, anyway, there's a lot of people who are anti-vaxxers here. I have found that <laughs> they changed the voice and blurred the face. Another embalmer. Dude, did all these people meet on embalmers only? Now my contact fell out. Do I put another one? Had been fed by blood clots at the ends that were integrated I hate looking at these blood clots. I'm surprised I haven't passed out from this. blood clots. On average, I would embalm a body every day or two. <laughs> every single body had them, oh and they were God. massive. When I was talking to, to uh, but yeah, QAnon Anonymous, they also were talking to a doctor, and he was saying that clots that he called micro micro clots, micro clots. That's the fucking shit from long COVID. Like, let me let me explain. Sometimes they're gonna I'm act like it's the, the vaccine. Blood, it looks like the blood is dirty. This is literally what people who have long COVID are talking Almost about like and they're not being heard by the medical establishment or that is like really interesting that they're bringing up this is another example of things that the, the mainstream status quo democrats aren't talking about but republicans are if there are microclots out there it's in fucking long covid and it's causing those issues slowly starving organs but the, the mission seems to be to not talk um, about so on that I side did, to kind of seed the ground and normalize it some blood yeah, this is literally stuff that people with long COVID are talking about that are on the complete opposite side of these anti-vaxxers. But also, here's the thing. These are just fucking embalmers playing with people's blood right now. Like, this isn't a study. This isn't clean data. This is just people sitting around their jobs trying to trying to blood than I had ever seen just chit chat and trying to blame something was on a younger lady another embalmer God damn it accident. and I noticed onto the table as we were getting a little bit of drainage from her that her blood looked as if it was it, only way to describe it is blood on beach sand it was sticking to the table dude again, I swear to God if there is any credence to this shit like it it's long COVID and damage from COVID infection to it's not the fucking vaccine because none of these people have any clue if these bodies are vaccinated or not they they've just decided in their mind well covid happened and i know the vaccine's bad because i've been told that and all i know people are vaccinated so it's got to be this and of course then there are so this is like not trustworthy at all god damn it and it doesn't matter if it's a this is really disgusting person but yeah, it's just so gruesome and so graphic because they're trying to really scare people and freak them like out and push their feel. agenda. And here I am pushing my fucking agenda, which is that this is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you kind of hold it's on. It's like to a rubber band almost. Yeah, like a rubber band or like calamari. So of course that explains uh, people. Of course that explains. And that oh was my concern God. at the beginning of all. Anti-vaxxers are also the just trying to say Damar Hamblin, as I'm seeing the all of NBA, NFL player clots. that almost died, the reason is because he had I'm the vaccine, which is not true at all. Blood clots and, and embolism. Why'd my uh, camera shut off? 
scientists say there has been an increased rise, a sharp rise in unexplained deaths during the pandemic. Deaths that are not listed as COVID Ah, oh, the battery died. Okay, hold up. I'm uh, I'm gonna put a pause this. Gonna pause this. Okay, the footage is paused, and I still got my camera in my hand or my microphone, baby. Should I pause it? Can I? All right, folks, we are back in action. I just paused a bit. A few updates for me. <laughs> my contact that fell out, I put a new one in, so now I can see without closing one eye. The reason I had to stop down is because I didn't put my plug-in battery camera in the camera before I started recording, and about 40 minutes in it died. So I guess my video length battery is about 40 minutes. Um, what else did I learn? Um... Nothing else. Oh, here's here's one thing. Basically, the example of what I'm talking about whenever I bring up like the government, the CDC, and how like mainstream um, the end of the pandemic, which is really just the normalization of a pandemic level of a SARS virus. Um, a perfect example of that is tonight at the State of the Union, Bernie was the only one wearing an N95 of all of the senators and Congress people. And the reason for that, I mean, there's really good like ventilation in there. They're in a pretty safe environment. They are all wealthy and have good access to treatment. Um, but it's also just that they don't want to like to them wearing a mask is like, they worry it's going to upset voters or that's going to make them like freak out. That's like part of it. Um, and the other part is they feel safe and like, that's just the level of like normalization that's happened. Like all these Congress people are going to trust the CDC, but shout out Bernie for being the only one, like not caring about looks too much and sticking by his principles. And if he disagrees with principles, well, okay. Okie dokie. But I think it's pretty cool. And, uh, Okay, the battery is starting to run out on the Zoom podcast recorder too. I'm not going to watch this whole fucking movie. This is, it's awful. It's clearly spotty. I, here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to scroll through different parts of it from here on out. And then I'll stop it and I'll talk for a little bit. That first part might not have been the most listenable. Um, we'll see what I do with the audio here. But I'm going to skip to 27 minutes and we'll see what fun stuff they're talking about. Oh, a haggard looking man on a stage. Let me get to the beginning of his speech. They're probably going to talk about how much they're being censored, um, which I mean, they are like they're kicked off a of certain like privately held Internet companies. And I think that's a good thing. And if they didn't want that, well, maybe how about we nationalize social media and we have um, actual free speech in here. But y'all are so cool about companies. And so they're doing what they want. All right, this, uh, let's see what this dummy has to say. Defense Health Agency was shut down. Okay, some website got shut this down. Is the bottom line up front. Constantly aggrieved. The They're under attack. Of our healthcare system. These are done in acts by legislators. Oh, they have so many complaints ago. about Big Pharma and the healthcare system because Big Pharma and the healthcare system fucking suck in this country. And so they can get a lot of, okay, here I'm going on my little rant again. <laughs> Here's the thing. Big Pharma sucks ass. It sucks how much of 
healthcare and medicine in this country is driven by the incentives of a profit-based system. But none of these people talking about anti-vax are like universal healthcare people. No, big pharma, they're just evil because they're trying to make money off the vaccine. That's one thing that I've heard a lot of these people talk about. And it's like, yes, it sucks how like the vaccine isn't just like a government produced thing or that the government like doesn't let Pfizer and Moderna just like make a bunch of money. But nope, here's the thing. The status quo in America is going to be big pharma and insurance companies and all of those make a bunch of money. And it sucks that like the vaccines going private. It's going to be so expensive for uninsured people. Um, like that should not be happening, but it's coming. So oh God, I hate, I hate when they talk about big pharma in this shit because it's like people have legitimate grievances against them. And if like Joe Biden is not really talking about that, then the only place to funnel their rage is into these types of conspiracies. Like the real conspiracy is they're trying to make a fucking buck off you and profit matters more than your health. But that's not what these people are talking about. They think there's some grand plan to kill all the humans that all these people in these different institutions are okay with. And they're all doing it deviously. Like as much as I critique like the CDC and these institutions, they actually have like peer review and they, a lot of this is happening with like big groups of people and there's all these votes and there's all this bureaucracy, which is why it like takes a long time for vaccines and stuff. But at the end of the day, like this stuff is already going through safety testing and it's already being weighed out, but you got to be pissed about the vaccine and you got to be pissed about COVID, not because of the actual reasons, but because the totalitarian Democrats, <laughs> those totalitarian Democrats have just been Dark Brandon's been using his iron might to knock you down because that's been the story ever since Trump really fucked up pandemic response from the get-go. Okay, I'm salty. Let's see what this, this guy has to say. Right, because that's where we're at. 1974, Henry Kissinger put out a paper that said we need to decrease the world yeah, population. Yeah, Henry Kissinger fucking sucks. globalists kicked in. Okay, we now here's that. the globalist shit. Stabilize the population. When I was born, no, there were So too, what's wrong with the population? I mean, we're too many people. That's what. That's why. Ted we Turner founder CNN. Yeah, we I probably hate this guy too. too. Many people are using too much stuff. No, too many Americans are using too much stuff, and the U.S. military is using too much stuff, and we're not doing anything to move sustainably. Trends that unfold over decades, a century. Okay, so globalist shit is happening at 28 minutes in. Let's see, 39 minutes. What fun! Oh, <laughs> I think we got some Joe Rogan coming up, folks. I mean, how much do they care? They're making billions. Yeah, They're making billions. CEO of Pfizer. So here's the shit. Big Pharma sucks. These CEOs suck. They're doing these things for profit reasons. Yeah, it sucks how people are excited to make money off a vaccine, but that's the way the system's set up. That's the way that your Republican pro-business people have set the system up. Okay, here's some Joe Rogan bullshit. there for your listeners. I don't know if you know about this. No. His offer is anybody. This guy looks like such an academic medical center. But he talks quietly. He's wearing a tie, so you got to respect him. And have a fair discussion on vaccine safety and efficacy. He'll pay him $2 million. Anybody? <gasps> anybody? offered a million dollars. Not not to win the debate. Just to come to the table. A million dollars. Oh, my God. And when they refused the million dollars, 
You want to bait me, I bro? Said, okay. I don't know who the heck Name this Steve Kirsch guy is. He's probably some Five million? some million? doctor who has a very heterodox well, opinion on vaccines. And he's like, why won't anyone talk to me? On the but the 99% of other medical record, professionals doing this shit just don't agree with him. This is the dentist who says, don't use any toothpaste. And other I hate that. Data. So that we can have an open discussion about this. I'm definitely so make sure not to have any fluoride in it. Reporting system. And it was created this okay, way. the VAERS. The drug so negotiated with the, the vaccine adverse reporting system is where like anti-vaxxers have gotten all their data from the beginning. And that's because like anyone can submit to VAERS, any like healthcare provider. So a lot of these things that they say, look, someone died after getting the vaccine. It's not actually the case, but people reported it in here. That's my understanding of this. Um, as someone who's paid pretty close attention to COVID, like the last year, I haven't had the energy. Like I don't talk about it as much because it just so it feels like people have to work indoors and they're back to work and some people are working maskless. And like I just it's not my responsibility to inform people and to hope that everyone has the exact same level of risk preparedness as me or like um precautions and that's fine like i'm i don't i don't have any problem with that people have their own information and we're at this point where it's figured out for yourself and so people there's a spectrum of what that means but this this vares thing is what anti-vaxxers have been using since the beginning to prove is what they say prove all the all the things they believe in we will give you Liability oh, we got Ronald Reagan signing something. So that was but good. The quid pro quo is that we're going to establish this vaccine adverse event reporting system, which of course they could have done. And anyway, all of this, we like their system in the United States, I, I don't, I don't like. There's people who have had adverse March, respect to vaccines, like literally the Johnson and Johnson one. They did have like, they halted it in certain ways because there were some. Um, rare like blood clotting things that happened and so what's frustrating is like these people are saying that oh this vaccine's poison and they're putting it in you um but literally like the mechanism that they're hoping for that like would stop a government from giving a vaccine literally when the data came out for the johnson and johnson they made a change they did things about it but that never gets talked about it's just still that pfizer and moderna are evil even though there's tons of studies and tons of empirical evidence of why they're like effective vaccines and they, they're not enough. Like, um, that's the other thing is like the anti-vaxxers have more of a step in the arguments is because clearly only vaccines wasn't as effective. Like they talk about, well, they said they're going to be 95% effectiveness. And that was based off data at the time. But the game has been changing. And yeah, a lot of anti-vaxxers are basically still talking about the first variant. They, they they don't speak as if variants, evolution's happening, and it's only the vaccine that's the cause of all these health problems. But they're not talking about the actual state of the pandemic because they've already decided that the pandemic's fine. COVID's not a big deal. Oh, it's just frustrating, man. And once again, I'm not like... If you're listening to this, you might, I don't know what your beliefs on this shit are, but you're just a person out there trying to make sense of the world. Like I'm sure I've fallen for misinformation before and uh, I'm not trying to judge anyone here, but 
Just share my perspective, dudes. Okay, I'm going to skip forward again. 47 minutes, what's going down? <laughs> okay, there's like a bus driver in Turkey who's passed out. <laughs> They're just showing videos of people dying suddenly. God, they just made, is this snuff? This is just a snuff film. This is horrible. Okay, I'm actually not going to watch this. Here's the thing. People have strokes. People have heart attacks. People die suddenly. Of all At all ages, people die suddenly. And there's going to be footage of that. But showing the footage doesn't necessarily mean that all these people are dying because of the COVID vaccines. They have no evidence to support any of this leakage, but they're trying to freak you out. They're trying to show you gruesome shit. <sighs> and unfortunately, this shit's effective. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I think this is the footage of the blood clot in the heart. And this is footage from before COVID ever was known about. This is 2019. And certainly before the vaccine. So I really, I am curious to say what they see. I'm going to be watching this. I don't know if I'll ever post this shit. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll get kicked off the internet because I'm showing this. Fucking deep state cronies are coming after me. The clots became worse, and each okay, we got embalmer, embalmer corner again. Was much larger, and they were getting larger. We were doing um, an injection and drainage into the common carotid artery, and we were getting fluid in. So, if this is the footage of the heart surgery, we were not getting this footage is what caused the. Um, this is so disgusting. Why am I watching this? <sighs> But the footage of the heart surgery, if they're going to imply that it's from the vaccine, they're just straight up lighting. Lying. Oh, A medical doctor could see this in the body is if they actually went internally into the body. So this is coming out of a beating heart. Okay, yeah, this footage is from pre-COVID. They're just trying to show you a blood clot in a heart. the same way. And acting as it's a, if it's a COVID thing. This is so disgusting. I this might this I think this will be the crescendo of this certain podcast. Cause yeah, my battery's dying too. Yep. So okay, then there's one of these um tremor videos. Which that sucks too. Um there is the recent thing of like people making fun of like the the shaking, the like people um saying they've been vaccine injured and it's causing them tremors and like yes there are people faking that and there are like anti-vaxxers doing that but there's also people who have like tremors and it's like really um not good not fun it's like a disability type thing and uh so yeah just like i get where those people are coming from like mocking it but i don't know it's just uh those videos weren't my favorite to see because, like, I know people with tremor, tremors and it's really upsetting for people to, like, see, to see people make, say that people are faking tremors because that's probably something that they've gotten before, too. Um, So, yeah, just be kind out there. Like, we're going through this. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Right now we're in the winter. Like your chance of catching COVID is higher than it's going to be in certain parts. Um, but 
yeah, I just implore people to still like pay attention. Like that's the thing. Like I, I am paying far closer attention to a lot of different like sources about COVID than most people are. And that's fine. Like I don't need people to like read the news or be super well informed, but it is, there is a reason why COVID isn't talked about anymore. And that's just because, you know, let's just accept it the way it is. And, uh, yeah, it sucks that like even grocery stores or even pharmacies, people, you're not so, you don't have to mask up in a pharmacy. There's people who are definitely sick with COVID going to pharmacies, getting tested or getting tests that aren't wearing masks. But then there's also disabled people, immunocompromised people who have to go to pharmacies to get medicines for them to live. And now that is a more tricky proposition. And that's like what it means by stopping the protections while the problem is still there. Like that's the reality that we've just accepted is okay and it's normal. And that's something that really sticks with me. And I think my perspective and viewpoint isn't one held by most people because most people aren't like the same level of health anxious and just having to follow along and wanting to be informed and also wanting to be informed to let people know, which is something I've refrained from doing probably over the last six months as much as maybe I wanted to. And so that's what this long podcast records about too. So hopefully this was interesting to listen to. Um, You might think I'm just a crank who's just way too worried, but uh, I'm like thinking for the long term, like, my whole goal, I'll I'll probably get COVID again, probably this year. Like I'm not I'm no angel here, but my goal is to get it as few times as possible. And also the way I think about it is like when I find out I got COVID, am I gonna look back at like the three or four days before that? And am I gonna feel really worried and um nervous that I got someone vulnerable sick and like am I gonna like have to tell a lot of people that I got COVID am I going to yeah just worry that worry about that more and the reason I feel good about where I'm at now is like when I'm with indoors maskless like it's in a situation where either like everyone else doing that has that's also what they've put themselves forward to. Like I have gone to restaurants, I've eaten indoors and sometimes it's felt like a little too much. And then sometimes like the restaurants haven't seemed very crowded at all and it feels more safe. Um, but I still try and prioritize just like smaller intimate hangouts at my place. And that's another thing. Like if COVID didn't exist, I'd be throwing a lot more like big hangouts, maybe big parties, like chill kickbacks or whatever. Um, but I've been slow to do that because I think about like, okay, well, if someone tells me the day after they were over at my place, that they just tested positive. Like I don't want to host a super spreader event. And um, so those are like considerations I make. And like, I still like apply those to my life and I live differently than I lived before COVID, but I found a way that really, feels comfortable for me and I think um is pretty all right and it I sounds like I'm justifying myself like it's fine if people feel like I'm doing too much or doing too little but I think um one unfortunate reality is that people just aren't talking about it as much 
And so I guess I'm keeping the conversation alive, folks. Um, I've gone for an hour. I hope this wasn't super annoying. Here, I'll go to the end of this stupid fucking movie. And sorry for being such a cusshead. Okay, it ends with Dolly Parton. Do they think Dolly Parton's evil? Because she literally, like, funded a vaccine. When are we going to stop putting up with the idiots in this country and just say, you now, it's mandatory to get vaccinated. Fuck them, fuck their freedom, fuck their freedom to live. <laughs> Hell yes, I love you, Howard Stern. I agree. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Hell yeah, Dolly. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine. Yes, vaccine, listen to Dolly Parton, vaccine, you dummies. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. Yeah. Oh my God. The Stu Peters Network. <laughs>